Hello everybody, welcome back to our little corner of the internet and welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. Every time you fucking push the audio level up on that shit and I see it jump, pops the shit out of me. Welcome everybody to the 78th. Oh. Episode of the Taking Liberties Wrestling Ooh. Podcast. We are your boys, Andrew, Marquise, and Max. Thank you for joining us once again, or if you're here for the first time, we appreciate you giving us a, a good little listen with your ear holes. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna fucking get right down to it, people. I mean, we got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, we do. Something we're gonna do a little something extra special this week for the people. We decided on this moments ago. Yeah, we did. But. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at TLPRSPod mm-hmm. for the cool tweets and things like that that mm-hmm. we put out for the people, including the you know notices about the episodes dropping. Yes. Also, if you want to get even earlier notice of those, you can go to our uh, Discord, which is a pinned tweet link. Go click it. Go tap it. Join yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. Hang out with the boys. We love that shit. Yeah, we do. Be sure, if you want to... I highly advise it, but if you want to, give us your money at patreon.com forward slash Pod. Big, big shouts out to our $10 patron, Aiden. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much, homie. We appreciate that greatly. Uh, but yeah, we got all kinds of cool content there for the one, five, and $10 tiers. We're figuring that $10 tier out, but you know, the movie watch-alongs and fucking all sorts of other shit that we do out there. Uh, eventually, I'm going to get all these gameplay videos and people are going to be going crazy yeah, for Yeah, I it. mean, you know, we got shit in the can and everything, so... Yeah, one day when I get on like the eight videos that we've recorded for Patreon that just have not gone up there yet, but we still, you know, give us some money anyways, and I'll and I'll yeah. still put them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, be sure to check us out on all the podcast, podcast, yeah, podcast yeah, platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, hey, sir. Podcast. Goddamn right. Podcast hey, platforms. Hey, if you want to do a podcast, call it Podcast because we just came up. Oh, with Podcast. Podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Be sure to yeah. check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Podbean, Podcast, Overcast, Downcast, Owltail, Blueberry, uh, Stitcher, Bullhorn, and all the other ones that you can find us on. And be sure to leave us a five-star review on those platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd highly appreciate those. They'd be yes, very helpful do. to get us up the rankings. Yeah. You know, I remember those, I remember those days were in the top 200 Wrestling podcast in the United States and the United Kingdom. Yeah, we're trying to crawl our way back up there. Got a, got a fucking pour. We got a scratching claw, blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of competition. Lots yeah, of piss. There, yeah, there's a lot of competition out there. Too many podcasts. Too many people talking with Conrad Thompson, bro. It's too <laughs> fucked up. So help Jesus us. Jesus Christ. Help us defeat Conrad Thompson. Please. That guy sells real estate. He yeah. can't be a good person. No, he cannot. He's a, he's a freezer type. Can't yeah. be. Yeah, Toriyama fucking hates that guy. Exactly. Fucking Toriyama Space Hitler. Fucking right. All real estate agents are Space Hitler. And if you hate Space Hitler, or Conrad Thompson, or, or Dave Meltzer, or Dave Meltzer, or Brian Alvarez, or if you hate or love anything in this fucking world, give us a five-star review. Because god damn it, we deserve it. Yeah, we do. Also, if you can hear that bullshit in the background, sorry. Just sorry. It's uh, it's it's, it's, it's my it's my uh my landscaping guys. Yeah, I pay them. 
Yep. And they're they're, they're <laughs> with all the <laughs> money that you provide. Thank you, but we need you to provide us more. More. So I can pay them to not do it while we're recording the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Obviously. I, I, see, here's the thing. We can we can hire them, but they don't come when we want them to. No, they yeah, come when exactly. they have time. Yeah, exactly. See, but we get more money than we can afford to make an appointment. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, pay yeah, us yeah. on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TLPRS pod. Thank you. There will be no more mishaps like that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if you pay us enough, we'll just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This is going to be a ridiculous episode of the podcast. I hope everybody gets buckled up. I have my seatbelt oh, yeah. on. I'm strapped popped. in. Yeah. Strapped get in. your pussies popped. Hey, hey, this is just a hint. Get get your alcoholist beers ready. Yeah, maybe do a line of alcohol free beers and hit your lines. Strap in, strap up, and strap Strap on. on. Yeah, right. Speaking of strapping in, this week we watched the Thursday night Spike TV primetime debut of TNA Impact from April 13, 2006. Yeah. Central, guys. We began Impact this week with the opening contest already in progress. Alright. The think? match began well before well, the airing well of this. Before. At least a few Super minutes. Before. Yeah. At least a couple of minutes yeah. before the show began airing to tape. Yeah. I uh, okay. opened the episode, and this hasn't happened to me on Impact Plus for a while. Sometimes if you have a, you know, a shared account. As we do. Uh, the TL account. As we do. Yeah. yeah, we have a TL account. Um, sometimes, like, if somebody just leaves the episode... Or like takes a break or something, it will just start. I'm like, oh, one of the boys forgot to rewind. That's okay. And then no, no, that's not what happened. Fucking restarted the show. I also checked the. Oh, we're here live, live on the outside of the of the the impact zone. Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels. Yeah, the very first thing, the very first shot is Samoa Joe booting the shit out of Christopher Daniels into the guardrail. Yeah, already bloodied. Yep, he was already 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 bloodied up. First shot, we see Daniel sitting on a ch- on a steel chair. Boom! That boot comes out of nowhere, smashes his stupid little bald head into the barricade, and the match has been already going on for a couple of minutes. Yeah, it has. Thank mm-hmm. you, TNA, for robbing the the fans of the introduction on the Thursday. No pyro on the no. Thursday night debut. No. What the fuck is this? So, Bro, as soon as I remember all this... that pyro we got last week, I bet yeah, it was they, double yeah, the was, shit that. Yeah. Like, holy fuck, where's my pyro? Come on, Jeff. This is what happens when you do tapings. So as soon as Daniels rolled in the ring and he was all bloody, the first thing I could think of is, damn, this man's been wrestling with a concussion since the start of the year. <laughs> since last year. Since last year, for sure. Since, no, since like, November, October. But, but for sure since the start of the year when he came back committed. <laughs> He's been committed for yeah. a yeah. long committed. time. Yeah. He's never not had a concussion. He's... Since January, since the January one show or whatever, yeah, he's had a concussion, and we're in April. It's April. It's the 13th. middle of April. It's the middle yeah. of April. We are we're slowly closing in on the next anniversary, mind you. He's still concussed. He's he's hurt. He's very hurt. And here we are. He's already bloodied up. They never explained why the match began before we started airing. Tanae announces on commentary that Jushin Thunder Liger will not be permitted to enter Six Sides of Steel. By the team captain God. of New Japan for the World X Cup, whoever that is. Yeah, for whatever reason. 
whoever is the team captain of New Japan said Jushin Thunder Liger is not working a fucking cage match. He's not winning. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, fuck that. I agree. Uh, Daniels gets a hope spot. It's cut off by a flying knee strike by Joe. His hope yep. spot was Joe doing a goddamn... He was, he was running for a face wash. He caught it, did a dragon screw, and it just died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gets stretched out with an STF and then a modified Rings of Saturn. And I really, Bro, really, I really I, thought yeah. Daniels was not getting out of this. So it was, I thought was Daniels was just going to pass out. It was, Me too. It was Powerbomb to yep. Boston Crab to STF to Crossface to Rings of Saturn. And then Daniels got the rope. I was like, wow. He survived Damn. all that. Definitely it, sort of tapped. That made Joe look so Yeah, bad. to me, to me, the fact that, I mean, I was certain Daniel was going to tap out when he was in that Rings of Saturn. Yeah. Like, I was like, you have to. I thought that You've made, gone see, through all this. I and thought that made Joe look so bad. So, <laughs> so how do you get out of that? I, yeah. See, okay, maybe, maybe this is just me being, like, a little biased towards Christopher Daniels. I thought maybe this made Christopher Daniels look too strong, but not make Joe look weak. I don't know. I feel like it didn't hurt Joe that much, but I would have preferred if he would have just tapped out there. I just don't understand why he did all that shit. Yeah, he had about like fair. five different holds in a row, and Daniel yeah, just made it to the ring. Why road. wouldn't you just sit on the Boston Crab, which was dead center in the middle of the ring? Instead he kept, of yeah, he kept transitioning. Bullshit. Yeah. Because he wasn't tapping out to anything he was doing. What the fuck, man? Do it harder and longer. See, my issue is that Joe... When he got that ring to Saturn in, I, I was like I said, I could have sworn Daniels was done. And then all of a sudden he just let him shimmy over to yeah, the rope. He just let him. Yeah, and I was like Brah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Bruh. So he finally gets the big comeback, covered in blood, code breaker, diving shoulder block on Joe for two, runner from the top for another two, and then Joe cuts him off with a sick kick. Daniels gets yep. the knees up on the Centon. Uh so then he rushes Joe, gets a snap power slam. From Joe, you good know, one. Max's favorite. Good one. Yeah. You're goddamn right. It was a good one, man. Made Blue, me happy to see it. Blue Thunderbomb gets a two on Joe. And then it, I wrote here in my notes that Daniels and Joe were trading strikes Naruto characters. He, so this Blue Thunderbomb spot forth. was wild to me because Joe is in control. Daniels doesn't hit him or anything. He just straight up picks him up and hits it the Blue Thunderbomb. I was Blue like, whoa, whoa, this is some fucking. Although uh, with the size difference, that's a little suspect, but. I'll go with it. One, it's a little suspect, and two, I was like, "Whoa, this is some uh, fighting, just kind of fighting spirit bullshit." Yeah, See, fucking. That's what this match really was. Rose. It was, it was, it was Daniel showing off his fighting spirit until he had no more. Well, yeah, he was I, and I loved it. Four months. So I loved it. Yeah, I was in Ring of Honor. Oh, True. Yeah. He's been. I was in the first match ever in Ring of Honor. His entire. I am Ring of Honor. He's been concussed, showing off fighting spirit. That's what this whole thing has been. He's yeah. Had to show yeah. Fighting spirit because he'll probably die if he doesn't. Yeah. It's a stage four concussion or whatever that he has seemingly not recovered from. Mm -hmm. Apparently. So then, uh, an STO followed with a best moonsault ever by Daniels gets a close two count. Very close. So kind of. I I didn't bite, but I was like, wow, that was fucking close. That was uh, I don't know. Good so shine. Then, uh, Daniels gets Joe up top. And then he God. goes up, gets caught into a fucking island driver from the middle rope, which which I mean I wrote it down initially as an emerald flosion from the top. That's what I called it. Was it an emerald like, flosion oh until God. they called it to distinguish the move. They called it an island driver, and I'm thinking, how do you know the name of that? 
He hasn't. Well, well they said he hasn't <laughs> used it in TNA yet. So I, yeah. I assume that was a Ring of Honor move. I guess, but like, damn, it's this thing that's named that we've never seen. Damn, it's kind of crazy. Never did it. Never did it in TNA before. It just reminded me of that yep. one time when it was like, oh yeah, Ilya Skipper is gonna do a new thing. We don't know what it is though. Oh, that's the new thing. He calls it this. What? <laughs> that's he calls awesome. it the fuck you. I'm the worst wrestler in TNA. Yes. Damn right. So Joe hits this fucking emerald flosion off the middle rope to Daniels to regain the X Division Championship because God fuck your push, bro. We are sending yeah. you back down to the X Division. You're still gonna wrestle Sabu, and despite the fact you're gonna win, you're still not gonna move up the card. Nope. Enjoy wrestling Chris Daniels at whatever comes after lockdown. Maybe Chris Daniels for probably can like take five a months now because he's been concussed for like six months or whatever yeah he's committed oh, the next show was it sacrifice or some shit no surrender it's sacrifice Probably, i think it's sacrifice sacrifice my sacrifice yeah creed it's 2006 people love creed we love that butt rock I, I do like creed hell yeah creed's yeah, great they're my guilty pleasure i don't give a fuck if you don't believe in those marquees i feel bad about loving them that's <laughs> fine fair so then after the match midi hellscape arrives without arriving jesus christ so bad yeah it's pretty bad yeah the lights go out because tna routinely forgets the to pay the light bill the lights are out oh my god we forgot to pay the oh my bill god, it's sabu's music that's it mm-hmm. yep jamie it doesn't come out why wow, ruin the why wow, ruin the gimmick i'm sorry i'm ruin sorry. The bit. Wow. Sorry! Wow. All right, everybody, shut up. So yeah, JB was backstage with mm-hmm. Stang. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needlessly threatens JB with a duct tape covered bat. Yeah. Yep. Didn't want to show off the Easton. Didn't want to show it off. Didn't want to do that. This Can't is my son's that. T-ball bat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then he accuses Jeff Jarrett of having a stomachache. Yeah. Oh, he's hiding in the bathrooms. Oh, I need more t- toilet paper. Uh. Yeah, it says, you're, <laughs> it says you're a pussy. Showtime! Yeah. Damn right. That's an allusion to something. Yes, it is. Earlier this, earlier this week, Mike Tanay had a sit-down with Christian Cage, mm-hmm. uh, even though he was on the show last week, mm-hmm. and yet he had to have another separate sit-down to talk about what Abyss did to his wife. Mm-hmm. Again. Or uh, James Mitchell, sorry. Abyss uh, and James Mitchell. Yeah. And uh, you'd, you would think... I would really think, you would think, that they would have moved one on. Would think. One would think that they would have moved on from the wife-stalking thing after Abyss literally attempted to murder Christian on national television. No, we can just do both. But yep. focus on the lesser one. What do you mean? Okay, bro. I, 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 guess, I guess murder is lesser than wife-stalking. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So then we get back into the action. Oh, well, before that, I just want to make it very clear for the people. That the storyline as of now stands that Christian is a bad husband. He's been a bad husband. He's a bad partner Mm -hmm. for allowing bad things to happen to his wife willy-nilly. Yeah, because he was too too busy filming uh, a part in uh, that one movie with Russell Crowe in it where he was uh, the security guard to the... To the to the ambassador or whatever, and I'm sure he had lots of really important speaking lines to attend to. Yes, he is a he is a bad husband. He cannot provide safety for his partner. That is the storyline. He's a piece of yep. shit. His wife yep. hates him. She's moving to Germany, 
and his kids don't want to see him. That's the storyline. So keep that in mind. Let's just remember that. Crazy to think that in TNA there's always going to be at least one piece of shit. Always. Gotta be. Somebody's, and in the main event, we saw the other one. Somebody's got to be. Somebody's got to be a piece of shit. It has to be. Specifically in the world title scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, how can we know what's up if somebody isn't a big fat piece of shit? You're right. My bad. I'm sorry. Please. References. Yeah. So then we have America's Most Wanted with Gail Kim and Jackie. Yeah, not Jackie Gata. Jackie. Versus Team 3D. And what they announced was a Falls Count Anywhere street fight. Non-title. 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 They Not Falls non-title. Count Anywhere. I was very confused as to, one, uh, why they dropped the Team Canada stuff and were going after AMW, and two, why this wasn't a title match if they were just going after the champions. So, Because Team 3D are the real Americans here. They drink beer, they wave the flag, and they don't know the lyrics to the national anthem. The Tennessee Cowboy. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Yeah. Yep. You drink beer? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> oh man. You don't you don't you don't like your little sissy drinks? Damn, that's crazy. Little sissy drinks with your little purple umbrella in it? Rose? Bro, I know that fucking F word was just on the tip of his he tongue. Was he was yeah. just wanting to call my little yeah. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. Crazy. Unbelievable. So uh, Jackie gets in the ring for some reason, and then Gail follows her before slapping her bitch ass mm-hmm. out of the ring. Yep. Uh, they were going to set up Gail for the 3D. Or whatever. Yeah, Devon was sizing her up like a fresh piece of meat before Chris Harris got involved. We come from commercials to see this match has become a typical tag team match. Broke down into, Broke a, down into a regular tag match despite it being a street fight. Uh, yep. Brother Ray has the total nonstop American t-shirt. Great. Uh, they finally take advantage of the fact that there's a street fight when they finally... I'm surprised it took them so long to go to the outside. They start going into the crowd and up the ramp and... Uh, so many disgusting camera cuts. So many. Okay, so one thing I will say about TNA is actually I think their camera work is... It's not great. It's not bad. It's, not it's fine. No, it's Kevin, fine. Kevin Dunn clearly doesn't have the but, switch. But in multi-man matches, it's abysmal. But yeah, that that was what I was going to say. When they go to the outside, especially in a multi-man or a tag, it just loses itself so quickly. In my opinion, it's insane. I've said it before, and I don't know why companies nowadays don't just do it. Just do a split screen. Just do a split screen. I like that idea. Multiple people around the arena or in multiple vicinities, just do a split screen so we can see and everything. See, if You're you... always going to have cameras on both, too. So that my... Sorry, Andrew. In my opinion, if you don't want to do all that, in my opinion, it's up to the agent to set up the match in a way where at any Mm. given point, only one set of the two are doing something that's important enough to be seen on TV, while the other two are still doing something important enough for the people that can still see them. I mean, that's fair. And I understand that. Only one only one set at a time should be doing spots. That's not how wrestling works because you want to play it to the crowd and they're both playing to two sections of the crowd. Figure out your timing. You're on TV. This is TV wrestling, dude. Well. Yeah. Le- learn to work the cameras. You need to know when the cameras are on you. Sorry. Hey, man, you got to learn the that. difference between a house show and TV. And something like that. Just one it's not line. hard. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what AMW needs is one stiff clothesline from Devon to fucking get their head straight. 
Did he come out with the titties? I don't even notice. I don't think he no, did. he didn't. I don't think no, he because did. he would have he... noticed if he did. Yeah, you're right. You're, you yeah, are that's right. true. You would have we are titty. on Devon Titty Watch yeah. all the time. We are titty watching on Devon specifically. Yep. yep. <clears throat> so yep. then, uh, yep. speaking of Devon, he clocks Chris Harris in the face with one of the belts. Yeah. James Storm gets thrown headfirst into the barrier wall for the upper level where it meets the ground floor and it breaks. That's not good. Uh, and then they all stay. <laughs> Great typo. They all snake it back to the ring. Damn right. And the crowd wants tables. Uh, so then Harris throws Devin off the top before a wazai. Super kick by James Storm and brother sends him to the floor before Harris comes in with a cross body. Storm tosses a trash can to Harris after brother takes a bump from the middle rope. And he cracks it on his face for two. Then brother saves Devon from the death sentence. Petey Williams comes down to pull the ref from the ring before the winning count. Yeah. All right. So, I don't and then know. this, the, 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 uh, hold on. I don't know if Brother was trying to bury James Storm or what, but from he seemed like out, he wanted to. He didn't sell a goddamn thing that he did. Nothing nope. at all. He didn't sell anything. Not a kick. Not a punch. Didn't go up for him. He didn't sell anything. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? What's he doing? He well, the match is going to get thrown out. Taking it. Still, dude. Oh, well, I mean, fuck Bully Ray. Yeah. Timing forever, but... Yeah, yeah so Petey Williams comes down, pulls the ref out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Then Team Canada begins beating the shit out of Team 3D, and the match is waved off despite this being a no-DQ street fight. Street fight gets thrown out. Yep. So then Team Canada yep. get a table into the ring, and they set Devon up on it, but then here comes Ultra God Warrior Spike Dudley! No... This is Brother Runt. Sorry. Yep. Didn't catch that. Runs in to make the save, and Alistair Ralph sticks a 3D through the table, and everybody cheers. Yeah. I won't lie. I did pop for Spike, or Brother brother Run. Brother Runt. What? Brother Runt? Yeah, Brother Runt. Ha! Yeah, he's, you know. Call him tiny. Small snack. Mike Tanay on commentary says, oh, 3D finally has a new meaning or whatever. Because I guess... Three. Fuck you. Three what's? Who, who cares? What's the D? Dickheads. <laughs> True. Dumbasses. Nah, Devon's not a dumbass. He's just a dickhead. Yeah. Literally, he's bald. Yeah, I mean, and have you seen his head? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so let me get another. We get another arousing edition of TNA's Global Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, TNA held another house show in the heart of Virginia. I was waiting for them to lie to me, but they didn't. So no, they didn't. Care. Yeah. Uh, they had a whole lot of NASCAR drivers that I recognized and knew on this show. I, I, I didn't felt know. weird. I didn't, so, didn't, didn't notice and didn't know, I guess. I, I definitely. There was a I lot was of like, them. Yeah, there was a lot of NASCAR there was, drivers. There was Michael Waltrip, Daryl Waltrip, oh, wow. Kyle Petty. Names? Uh... <laughs> Fuck, there's a couple other motherfuckers there too. But okay, the thing is though, is that I recognized all of them by their name and face, and I felt disgusted. That's cool. I guess. That's not yeah, cool. I won't lie. I, 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 grew, I grew up with NASCAR. You Sorry, you must have you must have felt how I felt when the White Sox were on screen. Yeah, I'm but like, like oh, these aren't even guys. I mean, besides like the wall trips and Kyle Petty, I gave zero fucks about any of the other people. Only because like they're like team yeah. owners and legendary racers. Oh. But like, it was just really fucked up that I saw these dudes in 2006, which is when I would have been like pretty into NASCAR as a kid. I mean, I would have been going to like Daytona 
and and shit. I mean, I've been to I've been to a lot of NASCAR races yeah, in my day. Fair. A little mm-hmm. side note: I'm playing the Bigs Two season mode, and I'm taking the Yankees uh, to, to the God the, season, to be the greatest franchise ever. Woo! I'm currently like. I don't know, it was like 108. Some 108 and 0 or something like that. Yeah, yeah 108 and 0. Yeah. Boy, A-Rod. They got a couple of people batting over 700. It's whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but played Przinski in the last game. Yeah, so AK Przinski there, bro. I told you to sign him, and you didn't. And then what happened? He got you out. He did get me out. The catcher, AJ Przinski, got your ass out, bro. But I also you got couldn't him mash out. harder. You couldn't mash harder than the god himself. The X Division replica champion you saw aj Przinski. you saw his stats threes and twos they were buns yeah not good not good buns either no <laughs> very not good buns not like my boy boruto Ichiro. not like my boy boruto oh, damn right. Ninja storm oh, oh, well that's a whole different yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll work or ichiro yeah my boy ichiro we, we love Japan. ichiro yeah i don't think they, they never say where in japan just from or japan. what his surname is nope. just ichiro nope. from he, Japan. It's it's hilarious because it is Ichiro Suzuki or Suzuki Ichiro. Yeah, but in the games he's just Ichiro. They, Ichiro. But but he is just Ichiro. That's how fucking cool I fucking oh, love Ichiro. Space. I could say capitals Ichiro. That's my boy. He's just Ichiro. It's awesome. Love Ichiro. Anyways. Yeah, so that was whatever. And yeah, they didn't they didn't make any false claims as to how big the house was, so I can't say anything yeah, about that. So I didn't care. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, so then Sting calls Jeff Jarrett a human cancer in a promo package for Lethal Lockdown, where they finally officially named the match Lethal Lockdown. Did we say something about Jeff Jarrett being Raven or something last week? So you know, check yes. Out. Yeah. So it's really checking out being That's a well. cancer. Uh, so we have Sting's Warriors versus Jarrett's Army. Oh, so excited. JB Jeremy Barash is backstage with almost all of Planet Jarrett, minus Abyss and James Mitchell. Uh, Jarrett's turquoise shirt is too distracting. Big Papa rubs Jarrett's shoulders. Yeah, he does. Essentially, yeah, he does. Like, oh my god, what the hell is going on back here? Yeah, so then uh, Jarrett calls Eric Young forward. He tells him it's showtime, pal. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you, showtime. You go get Sting. You're the one who's taking on place. Yeah, you're the one. You're the one who fucking was talking of shit and whatever, so now you're going to go face the music, pal. Yep. So, uh, yeah, he sent Eric Young out to die against Sting instead of himself for tonight, even though they 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 advertised, they said. They advertised that the main event of the Ooh. of the debut was going to be Jeff Jarrett versus Sting. Who cares? There's a yep. blonde-haired, blue-eyed man versus Sting. That's all that matters. And the result would have been the same. Damn right. So then Tanae does the necessary mental gymnastics to sell the viewer on why they shouldn't be fucking infuriated that Eric Young is replacing Jeff Jarrett in a match they've been promoting. Uh, because of Showtime. Because Showtime oh, and yeah. Showtime. And Eric Young was the one who knew that Sting wasn't really retired in the first place. So yeah, it's cool. Yep. So then we have Eric Young with Scott Demore versus Sting. Eric Young still scared of his pyro. Yep. We, yep. Uh, I meant to say this last week, but we finally got uh, the return of Phenom Sting back to his old music. No more American badass. I believe bullshit. you said that. Yeah. No weird rap song. Yeah. No. No. No American God. badass Sting. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that's gone. Yeah, that was a weird run. I, let's yeah. let's forget too. it. Yeah. Let's let's also forget all the Alex Shelley stalking people stuff. And yes, please. Let's just forget everything that's happened in TNA up until this episode. I let's agree. Try. Yeah. Let's go for it, run, guys. New run. 
You know what? Clean slate. The new curve starts here. The yep. new curve. Professional wrestling. Yeah. Batista's cock. Damn right. God, just <laughs> how big is it? Ask we Patrick all Clark. want to know. We oh Jesus fucking. Christ. I'm sure. I'm Brooks, sure. But well, I was just uh, Patrick Clark. You know, at the house party, setting up the fucking yeah, pervy cam on the yeah. EC3's cock. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. EC3 is like light Batista. So Jesus, close enough. Kind of crazy. But uh, so I made I made the prediction here at the start of the match before it even the bell rang. I said. This won't go long. No. There will be a run-in. Yes. And Sting's mm-hmm. teammates will be revealed at the end. Yeah. Yep. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. EY <laughs> is clearly afraid of Sting, but Demore does his best to fire him up. Also, Eric Young is selling his ass off for Sting. Super huge. Well, oh, he, I'm sure he loves Sting. Oh, yeah. Gave him everything. Abs- more than everything. Alex Shelley comes up to uh, set up the voyeur cam ringside. Yep. Perv cam. Perv cam going crazy. Sting and Young get to it. Uh, Sting leaps onto all three of his adversaries on the floor. House show dive. Yes. Showtime. Yep. Sting throws himself onto the barricade as Demore pulls EY out of the wing of a sti- out of the wing out of the way of a stinger out splash out of the wing. And then uh, Eric Young is on top after the break. Gets a little gets a little heat in. Attempts a shenanigans, but Sting puts Eric Young away quite easily. Yeah. And then Alex Shelley attacks up to the bell. Sting milks the crowd for a reaction before locking in the Scorpion Deathlock. And then Jarrett runs down with the guitar, but Sting dodges the swing. That's crazy. <gasps> that's a crazy rhyme. I didn't even that's crazy. That's hilarious. That's that's the crazy rap song, bro. That's the American badass Sting. Sting Rhyming dodges the swing. Yeah. Jarrett tries it again, but Sting uses his bat to block the shot or tried yeah. to. And then yeah. AMW runs in, Scott Steiner behind them. Today's like, oh, it's so smart of Scott Steiner to lag behind AMW to really trick him. Yeah. What? Scott missed his cue. Sting gets a mic after <laughs> fucking the whole bunch of baby faces come in and clear the, the heels. Says, ah, oh, you Planet Jarrett freaks. You got your team. Well, I've clearly got mine. Yeah. And everyone in the ring's like acting shocked like yeah. they were chosen this for the group, match. This group of baby faces very clearly did not know that they were going to be Especially chosen. Ron Killings. He was very shocked. He was like, oh, that's my dog, bro. That means a... Dapped him up and everything. Yeah, like, oh, he like yeah. dapped up yep. Sting for choosing him for lethal yeah, lockdown. Yeah, we worked in WCW for like two weeks. Hell yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So... I presume the main event of lockdown will be the lethal lockdown where we will see America's most wanted Scott Steiner and Jeff Jarrett take on Ron Killings, that piece of shit Rhino and AJ Styles along with Sting. And then we get a new ending music video and it's less weird than normal. So that was cool. The Adrenaline Rush song. Adrenaline Rush, Adrenaline Rush now. Yeah. Yeah, it was less weird than that one last week with the rap song that they didn't actually promote on the show. Yeah, the uh, LAX one. Always Elliot. Pretty weird, but whatever. Yeah. Less weird this week. That was cool. So that was uh that was a uh, TNA Impact from April 13, 2006, the Thursday night uh the term for when you have a good time slot debut, prime time. Yeah. Cool. Overall, yeah. new curve. So this one gets a uh I'm gonna calibrate the curve here and give this one a two and a half out of five. Ooh. I'm going to calibrate. Yeah, I also, uh, after calibrating, I also, same score. I was going to give it a 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty pretty strong opener despite it opening, opened. It's kind of fucked. Didn't like that. Weird. No yeah. pyro. What the no, fuck? No pyro. 
Though they did blow the shit up with uh whoever came out next and had power effort. Who, who was it? Uh, Team Canada? No, not Team yeah. Canada. Yeah, Team 3D. Or, Team 3D. Yeah, they 3D. Had a lot of yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts, uh, Max? I enjoyed. I I said this before we started. I really liked the opening match as much as I would have liked to seen the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least there, I I I feel like they tried. But I will also say for the opening show on Spike TV. Thursday nights? Thursday nights at 8 Central on Spike TV. Prime time. Prime time on Spike TV. I'm, Spi- I don't Spike, know. We're on Spike. Yeah. I, the man channel. I think, I think a 5 out of 10 is as fair <sighs> as I can give it. We like, love reading those perfect calibrations, bro. Yeah, it was a very I, middling show. I mean... It was. It's better it would, it than the shit we've the seen. Standards. Yeah, it'd have been good. Yeah, for the old standards. yeah. Or what, even what, recent what, shit. What, what old standards? True. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that all the shit that we have wasted our life on. Yeah, we not, wasted our life on it. Did not. I am not. <laughs> we wasted. We we wasted our life on it. I'm not gonna pretend that. No, 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 no. I have wasted too much time to pretend. <laughs> Do you know what I've sacrificed? <laughs> You can't you know do what this to me. <laughs> I built this company with my viewership. Postmortem. All of you people. You mean beautiful they've people. Taken our, you people. They've taken our seven ninety nine <laughs> for like two years. True. Yeah, that's. You know, when you put it into perspective like that, you know, it just just really hits different. You know, I just really. What what are what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You know what we uh, are doing here? We're here to talk about some recent events oh that only vindicate the words that we speak on this on this podcast. All right. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something real quick. So last week, if you didn't miss it, you should go listen to it, obviously. The last two uh, weeks. Yeah, the last two weeks. We've uh I've brought some IRL stuff into this. Uh obviously Marquise and Andrew. If you can't tell, they don't like watching wrestling anymore, which is fair. Um, I still watch with my boys. For whatever reason. And it's more fun with them, more than Yeah, anything. of course it's more fun with friends. Everything's more fun with friends, yeah. except yeah. for colonoscopy. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Okay. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that popped me, but that popped me. Um, what? But yeah, but yeah. Uh, I do partake in watching the weekly wrestling, or I at least keep up with it. And the things that have happened in the last three odd weeks with a company by the name of All Elite Wrestling have been uh, tumultuous. Tumultuous. To say the least. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we were just going to do what we've been doing the last two weeks and rant about it. Just talk just about it. Just, yeah. just discuss yeah. about it. But recent we're gonna, events. We're gonna be spice it up just a little bit for the people. I think we're gonna do a live yeah. review of some. We're you know, as as the youngins would call it, we're gonna be uh we're gonna be spilling the tea here on so, the podcast. So you've not Whoa. really seen much of this, right? 
I've heard of it, but I haven't, with my own ear holes, heard the words that came out of this man's mouth. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna try and make this, you know, transformative content so AEW doesn't try and. Oh yeah, we're gonna oh we're gonna pause it when we need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be we a live. Going... This is like a YouTube react, but on a podcast because yeah, we do the fuck yeah. we want here. We take liberties. Exactly. We take liberties here. This is our podcast. You already know what it is. How will, however, oh. I will I will give out credit. We are going to listen to the CM Punk media scrum yeah from one denise salcedo's youtube channel so shouts out to her be sure to subscribe if you want to hear she more stuff really from her great. i guess go for she it very awesome i'm gonna give out credit where yeah. it's due denise is even great. though she's a woman stop jesus fucking stop. Christ, it's a Andrew. joke it's a joke oh god but we are gonna give this a listen uh i just want to say before we begin that from everything i've heard this these 20 some odd minutes of audio that we are going to comb through with you here alive on the show uh, does nothing but vindicate and, and vilify and authenticate and certify and enumerate and enunciate so, and prove going, yep. all the yeah. words that we have spoken, all the truth to power that we have spoken here on this podcast over the last two weeks. We have the definitive, unequivocated proof that we were right i'm again going to say i've kept up to everything with this because it's been disgustingly fun to watch i'll be completely honest so uh yeah so i'll, I'll be playing moderator of what i know and what's been presented to us at yeah as the aew viewer yourself you can uh, provide context fuck up oh you my are God. you are an AEW viewer cry and cope yeah whatever we're not so yes uh, i'm sure max here will be kind enough to fill in the gaps for marquis yeah. who might not know yeah. everything that's going on in aew but without any further ado <clears throat> here we have we're all watching it here you'll be able to hear it we have cm punk sitting down at the table all bloodied up next to one poked out antoine khan yeah very cool just say your name and you're... Cool. Oh, hold on now. Gotta get the fucking audio right. You know how it goes. If it ain't good for the people, it ain't good for nobody. Okay, here we go. Here we go. A lot of, a lot of Just say your name and you're... Cool. Hi, uh, Nick Housemith, Wrestling Inc. I'll uh, start, Nick. Um, show of hands. Who here fancies themselves as a journalist? You're a journalist. Whoa. Right. I try my best. Okay. Um, no, real, real quick. Go ahead. Um, he just does his job. <laughs> no, not a little bit. No. no. When you Punk's did improv, he got his uh, non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, he's got his, uh, his uh, seltzers, his lime uh, seltzers. Uh, Scott Colton. Mm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist? Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? Uh, no, I haven't talked to Scott in some time. Just immediately Scott friends with this guy about Colt Cabana. Uh, no, no. Yeah, that's Colt Cabana. Oh wow. Well, that makes two of us. My point is. If you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself, if you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with my Tony Khan looks like he's in pain. You should probably disclose who you're friends with. I'm not friends um, with I haven't had Scott. anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing. Well, pause for a second. Can we talk about how yeah. unfucking hinged this Phil Brooks is? Because he immediately yeah. opens this press conference about the match he just had so, with a fucking yep. rant about someone he's not even friends with. So the weirdest thing is, 
he intentionally calls out a journalist that he knows yes. has a connection to Colt Cabana. A guy he hates. Says, yes. what is your relationship to Colt Cabana? He says, ah, oh, I'm not really friends with him anymore. And then Punk's like, ah, oh, me neither. God damn, I fucking hate Colt Cabana. What? That's so, that's very strange. He just immediately awful. attacks it's this guy so for weird. knowing Colt Cabana. And I mean, he, he even so apologized for, blow, for, for blowing his spot. Yeah, and then he says, "Oh, you know, maybe uh, I'm sorry. You, you should just you should you should disclose who your friends are." Like what? If you have any journalistic integrity, you should disclose who your friends are before reporting fake stories about me. All right, dude. Okay. Thing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time, and this is a fucking business. Uh, don't know what he just threw on the ground, man. But a grown he did something on the ground. Tape, and I decide not to be friends yeah, with somebody true. is nobody else's fucking business. But my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt never would have. My problem was hmm. I wanted to bring Still a guy this, with huh? me to the top that did not want to see me at the top. Okay? You call it jealousy. You call it envy. Whatever the fuck it is. My I think it's called being Colton cocky. Long but okay. Before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt. I have every invoice. I have every email. Yeah, air out your I personal shit, bro. Yeah. I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer, and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to counter sue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. What the fuck? We're two. We're two. Okay, mind you, we are two minutes deep into this press conference. Nobody has asked him a question yet, and he has been on a tirade about someone that nobody has asked about. Just because there's just because somebody who knows knows. Cole is in the room. First off, it is so fucked to just like just air say that. You're airing out this man's whole fucking shit in front of these people, bro. Man, I mean, I feel like. A lot of us like to think that we are good people and that I we try. are good friends and that if there were ever a position in which a friend were down that we would try our best to help them yes to just say some shit like oh man i paid this motherfucker's bills when he couldn't do it i did all of this goddamn his mother shares a bank account Look how poor this guy is <sighs> it's pretty fucked up man i, I don't know that's pretty fucked up that's weird. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he Jesus. Email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, Crazy. it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target, and they spread lies and Tony space <laughs> and, and put into a media that, that I one's got Tony looks like he's going to cry. Fuck all to do with him. Want nothing to do with him. Do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault. Fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what but. did I ever do in this world to go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck 
like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television. What? what? To go into business for himself. For what? What did I do, Dave? What did I ever do? Okay. He looks okay. straight to Dave Meltzer for an answer. You tell me. Okay. So again, I watched this myself. I watched this as it was happening. Um, I didn't watch this in a voice call or anything. I didn't remember him saying that. Uh, specifically bringing up Colt Cabana's mother's name. That's oh, insane. Martha. Yeah, and then well, so that's just crazy to me because. You know, you can say what you want, but when you bring your mo somebody's mother into something, that's just not right. Also, I didn't know that line came so soon in this. I wish you people had video. I would highly it, recommend it, you just go seek out the actual video that we're watching. Yeah, like I said, because, go, to, go to Denise Salcedo's channel. It's fucking right there. Yeah, but also... Like, Tony, dude, Tony Collins' facial expressions and the way he's reacting to fucking punk is incredible. Th this angle, by the way, is much better than the original scrum. Like, this is the one that you should watch because, one, the audio sounds better. He doesn't sound like fucking Bruce Wayne. And two, uh, you can see all of Tony's expressions, whereas before he was just kind of leaning towards punk and you couldn't see what he was, like, doing. Tony looks like he's going to fucking Cry. have a mental breakdown. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird that if he does have which he seemingly does now that we, we clearly know in the future but if he does have some sort of grievances with the people in charge why would you just hey, why is he airing it well, out in front of everyone here, here's my problem day. why are you bringing up colt cabana and then trying to tie it in with the, the bucks elite? yeah why are you trying to tie it in with the bucks and omega as well why why don't you talk to the guy to your left who's the actual boss who does who is the last say the last word and fucking talk about it. Apparently, that's what's been happening. But at the same time, to to air this out right after the main event match of a of a major pay per view that gated quote unquote a lot of money. Like, why? For what reason are you making this all about yourself? Too many egos in wrestling, brother. Too many big egos in all friends wrestling. Like, I completely understand if you have a problem. That's completely fine. That part, I understand with Punk. But do not air this out in front of what is now, at, at the time of this video, 690,000 people more. More than that. Millions guess, of people now. I guess for the, for, the, for the sanctity of fairness, I suppose, there are some people who are, who are of the belief that you know Punk was just getting a receipt for something that Hangman did however many months ago that people forgot about. Well, allegedly... Half the locker room is on Punk's side. Yeah. And half the locker room is against him. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. I see. Yep. Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Dominic D'Angelo. Fuck the Pittsburgh Packers. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's when... not his position to make it very fucking clear. Cuts him off. It is his position Cuts to make it very fucking clear. Off. That is the man who writes his checks. That is the man who hired him. Wow. Reminder, that is the guy whose job it is to make these things very fucking clear. As much and as Punk we... just cut him off. As much as people make fun of Tony Khan, myself included, he He's is the boss. the boss. He writes the checks. He has the money. Maybe his daddy's money, but it's his money. He makes every decision. 
that's insane to me. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody, okay? I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault, and if I, I hadn't, it's my that. fault. It's my I appreciate fault. I should have just I'm, taken a head on because you never but said But I'm trying anything. to run a fucking business, and you when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back. And yeah. now, here, now here's what I will say. <clears throat> I don't disagree that that house was built off his back, but it's really Agreed. egotistical to say it the way he did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it very much so is, but... I will, I will say, I don't disagree with the house comment because it's true. It it's a Chicago pay per view. He is still a huge name, for better or worse, and you can say that. But as much as I dislike the Young Bucks, you cannot say that they have done fuck all in this business or any of the elite. Which yeah, includes it's very, it's, one Kenny Omega. It's incredibly disingenuous. Yeah, that's my whole problem with this whole especially thing. Especially coming to be from, honest. especially from coming from a guy. I mean, who, who of us? You, well, I mean, coming from us, guys who don't even like the Young Bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't like the Young Bucks either. I fucking yeah, hate I mean, the I, Young I Bucks. I can't deny that they've done some shit in the business. They've done a lot, of, a lot of shit. Well, AEW is the proof of what they've done in this business. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's literally CM Punk is Honestly, wrestling in the living proof of it. The proof of the Bucks being fucking insane was them getting in hot topic. True. Like that's when I knew it was like, all right, yeah. I mean, I can't. For as much as I dislike these guys, I can't deny anything about them. And goes on national television and does that. It's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now we're far beyond apologies. Right? I gave him a fucking chance. It did not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up oh. with me. Let's fucking go. <laughs> All right. Pause the video. Pause my boy, the my video. boy said, come fight me if we got a problem. So, so, for those of you that do not follow wrestling right now. Who have not seen it? Do not follow it on Twitter. Whatever. Imagine listening there was to not following wrestling. It's crazy. There, crazy. yeah, that would be crazy. Well, currently following wrestling, you just love TNA. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> weird. You're fucking crazy. No offense. Don't Sorry. care. Um, the after this press conference happens, what Punk said quite literally happens. Uh. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, Michael Nakazawa, and Brandon Cutler go to job, CM squad. Punk's like locker Christopher room. Christopher Daniels as well, right? Yeah, Christopher. I I think Christopher Daniels was in the room. I don't think he went with the elite. I don't know though. That part CD I don't was just know. hanging around. Just happened to be in the um, right place at the wrong time. The wrong place at the right time. Go to go up to yeah. Punk's door. Knock on the door. He won't let them in. 
I like to think they kicked it fucking shit down. That's what they said. That's what well, they claimed. No, no, no. To my knowledge, they knocked on the door. He did not let them in because it was locked. And then they broke the door down. And then got into a, wor- a war of words. Punk through the first punch. Yeah. That I think that's the most important thing, though. I'm sorry. Through... I, I, I'm sorry. Just for a second. I can only imagine... Yeah. I can only imagine the Young Bucks throwing super kicks while Kenny throws a V-trigger at the door <laughs> and fucking busting that shit down like goddamn anime characters with the smoke coming in and the fucking hot pose. And then they start arguing. You saying that just yeah. like, God damn it, they're going to slap their leg every time they strike the door, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, they're punching the door and they're slapping their leg. Awful. Damn right. That's a real worker's work. Um... But yeah, so Punk throws the first punch. Uh, Guy thinks he's hot solo. Ace Steel, who is Punk's friend, mentor, trainer, current ride along in AEW. Yeah, apparently uh, back with him. Apparently, he's also a producer or whatever for AEW. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that. Um, Throws a chair at Nick Jackson. Yep. uh, Hit him in the eye, knocked him out. Uh, Kenny Omega literally loses his shit and bites CM Punk. Um, all of this, by the way, Punk. So Punk wrestled obviously in the main event, tore his pectoral muscle, which is just crude, crude irony. Looking at, uh, you know, one man who left the company mm-hmm. and has one dude who got the fuck out of there before the shit that he saw coming happened. My boy saw then, the shit coming. He said, hey, "Yeah, I'm getting. I'm, I'm gonna go make more money. <laughs> I'm gonna get my Pretty belt, nice. and I'm gonna I'm have. A, I'm fun. gonna get my world title. I'm gonna get my merchandising royalties, and I'm gonna get myself in all these goddamn video games. Now he can lie. Now he can lie his way all the way to the top. God damn, and I love Triple H, my favorite wrestler ever. After then, apparently they just kept fighting until I assume Christopher Daniels, Pat Buck." Uh, who's a producer used to work for WWE lesser and a pad. couple yeah and a couple others broke it up uh so yeah punk got what he wanted he said let's fucking go and he got it so, he got it yeah and he's we'll got a torn later. pack and he's gonna lose the title and he's we'll gonna be we'll indefinitely suspended yeah. oh yeah it got it got fucking full-on vacated right yeah he's definitely getting a it's, bad suspension i mean we don't have we don't have absolute word on that yet but if he doesn't that's like yeah, Crazy. at the time of recording, it is an hour and fifteen minutes till AEW Dynamite starts on Wednesday the seventh. So, well, there have been some suspensions handed out, but I wanted to announce yes. at the end. You guys, kind of yeah, blew that's the load. right. Yeah, well, Max started it. Max, I also yeah. wanted to yeah, wait, but he blew the fucking load. Yeah, sorry, I suck. It's fine. What's your question, Nick? Uh, first of all, you're always very nice to me, and thank you. Um, <sighs> I wanted to ask about MJF, obviously, uh, he played a, a voicemail from you before he came out, obviously confronted you, uh, Punk. Um, why now? Why, why, why is MJF back in the fold now? Cake. How do you both feel about His him muffins. being around? How do you feel about the time he spent away? All of that. Well, if I may, I'm the one who asked him to come back because uh, MJF's a big star in this company and this is a, one of the Damn biggest right. events. A year ago, CM Punk debuted here and I thought it was right for the fans and like I said, 
for the fans. I thought the best thing that we could do as a company was bring MJF back. And he wants me to work with pricks constantly. That's that's what it is. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh -huh. uh, two of the top wrestlers in the world. Okay. MJF and Very Paul. everybody you oh, work big with. Match okay. down the line. Fucking sorry to keep bringing this fucking up, but I've never spoken this word, and I don't know how long, so I'm a little fucking pissed off about it. Well, Indicator, he's going to start on a bullshit rant when he misuses fuck. Yeah. Yeah. When it came Look down that he fingers. was going to sue me, I asked to talk to him. He refused. I asked for mediation. It was denied. I offered him money. He said it was not enough. He went ahead with the lawsuit and sued. It's his fucking funeral. I don't. It's been six minutes, yeah, and he's still not off this topic. He got two questions in, and he's still fucking talking about Cole Cabana. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't care. He shares a bank account with his mother. It tells you all you need to know about what kind he of cares. You were always very nice to me. Thank you. I appreciate it, Nick. I'm sorry if I'm a little fucking snippy. That's fine. That's I'm fine. hurt and I'm old and I, I'm fucking tired. I totally, and I work with fucking children. I respect the situation. I regret not answering your question. And the first I only time. Way to bury everybody. I just wanted some clarification on the story. Yeah, I, didn't break I the should story. have just taken a head on like I did with Blake and Forbes recently. We're all learning here, Tony. It's okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, guys. This is from Mindy's Bakery, by the way. It's a great place in Chicago. If you like pastries and baked goods, I suggest you go there. They're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, though. <laughs> Wow, I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that ad did fucking bits for them. First time Tony's cracked a smile the entire Yep. Uh, yeah, the first, minutes. yeah. Six minutes. He's also drank smile. probably like six fucking cups of water. Oh, yeah. All he does is cringe and drink water. His bladder must be insane. Well, to be fair, as a wrestling fan, all I do is cringe and drink water, so I feel it. I hear that. True. Stay hydrated, everybody. Damn right. Every, you know what? Yeah. Everybody. Drink your water right now. Yes, sir. Mmm. Mmm. That is some good hydrogenated oxygen. Yes, sir. High quality H2O. Thank you. Uh, so Sorry about all that, man. It's okay. All right, thanks. So I've asked questions of presidential candidates in my old life. I don't think I've ever been as nervous as I am right now, but I'll, I'll direct this one to Tony. Don't blame um, you. You saw the reaction MJF got when he came back out at the end of the night. Do you have any worries that um, you know, he was cheered in Chicago while CM Punk, hometown guys, do you have any worries about um, MJF kind of, he got pure moves before. He was one of the last pure heels left in wrestling and didn't try to get cheered. And now he's sort of set up as this anti-authority figure. Do you, do you worry about what that means for the psychology going forward, especially as I think the fans want to see great wrestling matches. MJF's the top wrestler. CM Punk's the world champion, the top wrestler in the world. And I think having top contenders, whoever came out of this match tonight, MJF sets up as a great challenger. And now CM Punk uh, is the world champion. MJF being back, a lot of fans were excited to see it. But anytime somebody makes a comeback in the world of wrestling, generally you get a really big reaction. Am I worried about it? No, not really. Like we have one of the most charismatic, popular professional wrestlers in the world right here. And frankly, the fans can react however they want. That's what's great about AEW and pro wrestling. We're not trying to tell people what to think. This is a really compelling story. People were emotionally moved. People are calling that a great ending. And I'm really glad people liked it. But the fact is, it was a great match and it was a great ending. And now we'll see what happens on Wednesday. All right. All right. So first, I just want to highlight first proper question and answer so far yeah that's one mm -hmm. eight minutes Hold into on. the video before you, before you started 
I just want to say, I never really understood the whole, like, work shoot thing that they have with these media scrums. Yeah, they're work shoots, but they're shoots. Like, you know, this guy clearly asked a question, like an insider, like, oh, with MJF Yeah, is the psychology heel, fucked up yeah, because he got a big pop? Like, because he's gonna, you know, babyface pop or whatever. Anti-authority figure. Stone cold. And then, you know, Tony has to answer that question from a fucking business standpoint and it's very strange i i never really liked or understood that uh, yeah well because we'll i mean at least in new japan everything is just like a sport it's just like oh damn i lost and it's like oh damn fuck you i'm gonna call out this other guy yeah it's like tiger mask yeah it's much. a shoot yeah, true much. i'm not gonna comment on it oh thank you i'll tell you why i'm upset about it because if you're an EVP, you don't try to middle your top babyface. Try to get your niche audience that's on the internet to hate him for some made-up bullshit rumor. Really pisses me off. <sighs> Stepping on your own dick, trying to fucking, you know, make money, sell tickets, fill arenas, and these stupid guys think they're in receipt. Tony is just so uncomfortable. You can just see it. Yeah, because. He's, because Tony, he's Tony, Tony yeah, and Tony, guys. Tony's completely unwilling to stop him. The top guys are burying, or the top guy is burying the uh, the fellow bosses, and he just, just does not want to stop him. Nope. So no, no indication of trying to. He I will kinda say, just kind of stares off into the distance. I'll say this now. I think the biggest problem with AEW, and you guys can give your opinions, of course, or with this situation, what this is all culminated in what happened with Cody leaving too. I think Tony Khan let too many people get their goddamn hands in the goddamn cookie jar. Well, you I have mean, to have you and like you have to have people who run creative and you have to have people who have control. But to let working wrestlers do this WCW is a perfect example. Well in my right, opinion so, oh go ahead. I said it off yeah. air. And, you know, like, I never really liked the all friends wrestling meme, but, like, that's mm -hmm. really what it is, right? When you have yeah. a bunch of friends who are going to want to see the business as they want to do it, have their own set of factions or, or whatever, and you have, you know, other people who want to do business how they want to do it, you know. The thing about professional wrestling is a lot of people see it in a lot of different ways. Everyone's got a different vision. And there's always going to be yeah. clicks in professional wrestling. There's people always think gonna the be, same way. There's all, yeah, there's gonna be, always going to be people who have their own little factions, you know, backstage or whatever. And, you know, what the all-friends wrestling thing is, you know, I hate the meme, like I said. But the thing is, you know, the guys who are in charge think a certain way, think that wrestling should be a certain way. And if they're the ones that kind of have control of the book or have that whisper in somebody's ear or whatever, you know, shit like this can happen. Especially, you know, especially if you know, another top guy doesn't feel that way. It's perfect that you say that along with what Max said, because an extension of both those problems that connects them is that Tony Khan is desperate to be friends with everyone that works for him. Yes, and that, that he was wants be to my be, second point. He wants to be friends with everyone, and when you have to make everybody happy, no one is happy, and that's yeah. why everyone's being a fucking pussy-ass little bitch, because no one's getting what they want.
It's like the Eric Bischoff. Yeah, movie. and I was just gonna say to Marquise's point, or I, I I forget which one of you said it. Like before, I said my thing. He will not stop Punk because he respects him too much, or not even respect. He wants to be friends with him too much. Like, that's your worker. He works for you. I understand he's CM Punk, but if you need him to shut up, you shut him up because things like this situation happen. It's really embarrassing to me. Very embarrassing. Yeah, we still have 15 more minutes of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dominic. Yep. Dominic D'Angelo at freeshows.com. Uh, also, fuck the Rosita comment. Last year, I asked you about like Terry Funk and his influence, like yeah. the legacy going on. Kind of, uh, and this is for you too, Tony. I kind of like, there, yeah. there, you've done a great job with incorporating legends throughout, you know, the course of AEW and as it goes on. I kind of want to see uh, what you feel about how a lot of the modern talent today can kind of utilize some of the advice and take advice from like guys like William Regal and uh, even like Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone. Um, I know I'm missing, Jake Roberts, plenty I'm missing, I'm sure. But I just kind of want to get both your perspectives on that and how that can kind of go a little bit more to, to help you guys out grow as a company. Oh, we I can smell a, a tirade uh, coming. A locker room Damn right. full of pretty brilliant minds. You know, Jerry Lynn, Dean Malenko, Mark Henry. You know, I, when I came back and I cut my promo my second week here, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty decent, you know what I mean? Kind of blur the lines a little bit. What's he doing? How crazy Phil. He's going into business for himself. And really, I was just defending myself. But, you know, you, you, you mix that in with the tactics. Oh, so you know what that? I finally figured it out. CM Punk. Oh, what clicked? CM Punk is a perpetual victim. Oh, yeah. Huge mm -hmm. victim complex. Perpetually. That's been said yeah. back in the Fed, dude. Yeah, but now I'm like really seeing it with my own eyes. Like truly, this is crazy. It's pretty much it's, it's, just, that, it's finally clicked. It's pretty much everything that John Cena said. Like you don't want change. You just want change to be you at the top. It's, it's what Triple H, H said, said too. That's what Triple H. Yeah, said. they both said it. Well, they're I mean, both right. Yeah. yeah. No, Cena said it too. Yeah. Obviously, mentioned, um, you know, Kingston being the second best Kingston, which is a pretty great line. Um, not you know, true, though. Uh, but our locker room giggle for all the wisdom <laughs> and brilliance <laughs> has punk. isn't worth shit. Uh -huh, an empty-headed <laughs> idiot who's never done anything in the business do public interviews and say, nah, I don't really take advice. Who the fuck do you think you are? You know? That's stupid. That's a misquote. I'm on a team with Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Man said, if I remember correctly, Adam Page... As far as I yeah, have he's, read, he's talking about. said, yeah, he's talking about Paige. as far as it goes with veterans giving me advice, I'll listen, but generally I won't take anything they say to heart. He didn't say, I don't listen to advice. He said, I'll listen. I just don't have to I, take it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he's being very disingenuous. Mm -hmm. Purposefully. So. And I, I don't need to, I don't need to work on my swing. You don't. I'm not gonna listen to these guys. They're gonna tell me how to swing a baseball. Okay, fuck can you pause fuck it? Fuck yourself. Just one thing. Uh, yeah, if weird. you don't need to work on your swing, maybe you shouldn't get injured every time you work a fucking wrestling match. You gotta slow your style down, dude. You're trying to wrestle like you're fucking thirty, and you're fucking what forty three? Forty four almost. Fuck up. Yeah, he's uh. He's what? Broken his foot, jumping in the crowd, uh, 
now he's got a torn pec. He's had two world title reigns to this point. Yeah, he's had two, yeah, he's had two world title reigns in like five months. Yeah, adjust your title. Adjust your fucking swing, Phil. It's getting fucking bad. You're batting 200 right now. Figure it out. That's how I feel about it. I, I, I dare you to fucking say that to Terry Funk's face. I don't need to listen to you, Mr. Funk. I know what I'm doing. Fucking grow up. Next question over here. Question for Funk. I'm sorry, speak up. What? Sorry, we can't hear you. Sorry. Uh, question for CM Funk, uh, Phil Lindsay from Bleach Reports. Um, I think it caught a lot of people by surprise. Oh, fucking Tony perked right away here, Bleacher Report. <laughs> your footage or came Sheets, play, right? And I wonder. Yeah, they streamed the fucking pay per views. They're alive. That was part of the reason we lost, but that didn't seem to happen tonight. I'm wearing Danhausen's boots. It was a true story. So. I, I assume that it's like some sort of a reverse curse. I've had a real problem with footwear. I've been trying to figure out like what to wear. Huh? Is that and so? That's real life. Like I put my old wrestling shoes on. They didn't fit. I bought a new pair of twelves. They didn't fit. Um, I've thought about wearing my gym shoes. They didn't have the stability I needed. And uh, I bought huh. a pair of Doc Martens because they're really comfortable. But they're too loose. And then Dan House was like, "You want to try mine on?" I'm like, "They're size 10. And I put them on, and they just magically fit. It, it, it like, like unbelievable, like a glove. They're tight, but not too tight. They give me stability, and they're comfortable as hell. So I owe him more money now. Shout out Danhausen. Hi, Tony. You like Danhausen? Um, Izzy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm sorry if I'm scary. No, it's okay. You know, I like you though. You're right. Thank you. I, I like you too. Thank you. Um, Izzy from the hot tag is Izzy. This question is actually directed Jesus. to Tom. Uh, we saw, you know, you got your huge win tonight. Congratulations. And also MJF return. What is the message that you're trying to direct towards MJF this time around? Because you did have a feud with him. I mean, do I have to? I, I, I get it. Uh, do I have to? I don't know. I'm tired <laughs> of these pricks. I'm tired of wrestling these kids. That, Who do you want to wrestle? He wants to Do wrestle. Job. He wants to wrestle Chris Jericho and Jake Hager and John Moxley. He wants to wrestle so, and, so, and Adam so, Cole yeah. and Brian Danielson and Dax and Cash and, so, and fucking maybe Penta or something. A pack. So what yeah. he said about wrestling all this young talent that is so plethora, and I wish I had this locker room my entire career was all a lie. Wow. No, it just turns out that he hates all of them. Wow. He what didn't know he hated them all bitch. by week two. Crazy. What a fucking bitch. You know, but um, I'm not I'm not the boss. I, uh, he won the number one contendership, and uh, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Um, I, I think Max is uh, a, a supremely talented individual, um, but this goes for him and anybody else in the locker room that doesn't want to be here you know the grass is not greener on the other side the grass is greener where you water it and max likes to uh you know shit where he eats instead of watering the grass so we'll have to we get it bro he doesn't want him to make money we get it bro you don't, you don't like want you don't want maxwell jacob feinstein i will to go get his bag Freeman, to go to wwe in 2024 and go get his bag it's okay we get it it's okay 
You know that he's better. It's, it's fine. Okay. It's it'll be fine when half of AEW's roster goes back when their contracts finally end in five years. Hey, you know what I I actually did find out like a little bit ago. Mm. Apparently, the Mister Black is uh released as well, so he on might be yeah on, on like special conditions. Yeah, so that probably that which, is probably, some, year... which is probably some shit like you're released, but you can't go to the WWE for at least three years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But you can't get out. You can't get out. Yeah, have fun at Impact, buddy. <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. Thanks, Izzy. You will have to see how that goes. Podcast. He a year ago. We were in this room, and it was after Adam Cole had debuted, Brian Danielson had debuted, and you said that it, it had the feeling of Bash at the Beach, oh, where where it, <laughs> did that I say energy. That? It was that. Did energy. I say that? And. Uh, uh, a year later, yeah, you, Mark. you are world champion through the trials and tribulations. What's your honest assessment of the last year for you personally and professionally? Um, like I, oh, and then I, Tony I, looks over him with a romantic fucking gaze. Oh, my so much hero. Money. Bro, the way... I'm sorry, bro. I'm telling you, you have to watch this for yourself. But the way that Tony fucking turned his head over, he cocked his head over... Eyes wide open with a big smile on his face. Because he knows the answer is lots of money. Yeah. It sounds like, again, yep. it sounds like a pretty ridiculous statement, you know, but I would like to think, in, again, in five years, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see the impact of it. Um, there's a chance I'm wrong. You know, we got an uphill battle in a, in a, in a lot of respects. Um, there's just so much drama and turmoil going on. But I, you know, I, I like to believe in the place I work. Um, we do have a very, very strong roster, and like I said, we have we have a lot of brilliant minds backstage. So if uh, if, if young talent's willing to Someone actually interrupt their ringer, receive uh, advice and information, I honestly think phone. sky's the limit. You know, there's always going to be people who think they should be the top guy, want to be pushed. You know, um, and I get that. I mean, that was that was me from like 2008 to you know 2010 or whatever, and you know, I I I, I always wanted more. Um, but I, I, I thought I acted like a top guy, you know, like if I missed a flight, I rented a car and made the town. I didn't just go, oh, I missed the flight. I guess I'm not going to be a TV. Um, I think Adam Cole is, is, is fantastic. I'm, 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 I'm more worried about his health now than worried about if, if his impact on wrestling is going to be, you know, bigger than Scott Hall's or something like that. Like, I, I just want the kid to be healthy because he's a, he's a, he's a sweetheart, you know? Um, I know Eric Bischoff is really mad that I said that, so I stand by it. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, can you tell me a little bit about the recovery from the foot injury as far as, you know, I know you went through, it's three months. That was Awful. Pretty quick, Dave. You know, Uncle Dave. You had surgery, you had major surgery. I know y'all hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a five uh, stars yeah, right now. So, so again, what I, what I said in uh, promo, I think maybe last week, was was true. I, I did the stage dive. What an idiot. Yeah, you idiot. I must have hit my foot on the top of the guardrail, but I didn't feel it. I mean, you would think that shit would hurt, but when I, people caught me, they put me back down, I waited for FTR, and I, I'm standing on my foot, and I'm, it just didn't feel right, you know? But I thought, again, maybe I just whacked it or something like that, and then I, I wrestled on it blew a springboard, came off the top of like a double axe, like did all this shit. And what I eventually did is, yeah, I fractured my foot, but then I pulverized the bones. Pulverized is the word Dr. Uh, Dr. Jung used. 
If surgery was supposed to be an hour, it wound up being like four and a half. I got three plates and 16 screws in my foot, and I essentially, I have a new foot now, you know. Um, it is 100%, but it is a new 100%, and I'm, you know, I, I, every Honestly, day I, I rehab, but when I, when I started, <clears throat> this is worse than Only three months? Yeah. You know, um, What's that Sigma grind set? He tried it, and look what it got him. Easy, easy peasy. You he know, just wasn't Sigma. Back, I could bike the next day. Even walk into a room and all the women were just like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Just, no? I could do something. Then have it like I that. I was bedridden for two weeks. That's not. And it was really, really hard for me because I I really wanted to have this great He's summer. He's not coming back to win the Royal and Rumble. good for Tony. And no, sir. Sell tickets. Draw money. Help the ratings. See you in May, partner. And it all just came crashing down, but that's life. You know, I, I missed out on Forbidden Door in the United Center. I really wanted to wrestle there. You know, and I and I have I, I have pride in my yeah. Life. You versus Tanahashi would have gotten carried, but okay. And you know, carry through the summer and just help grow the business. So it was mentally devastating. I was bedridden grow for at least two business. weeks. Uh, I would be dead if it wasn't for my wife. I would also be dead because of my wife if that third week I didn't get out of bed. <laughs> uh, love April to death. I, I I wouldn't be here right now in a lot of ways if it wasn't for her. Um, it may sound corny to some people, not being able to walk my dog was like really challenging, you know. Uh, and then the the rehab, like just have the dog pull the wheelchair, bro. Painful it was and grueling, but I, I just wouldn't be able to do it justice. I was doing two and a half hours of rehab plus. Once they told me I could bike, I was biking my life away. Then I would go to the gym later and lift weights, and I was just trying to bust my ass to hurry up and. Not necessarily hurry up to get back. I wanted to hurry up to get healthy because if I'm not healthy, I'm no good to anybody. It was just, it was really, really tough. Uh, I, I just think it's, you know, I'm, I'm a little older now. And He's not it was, helping It was a pretty ridiculous. <clears throat> I, I think if I was There's no good to anyone. I'd have been a heart injury, you know what I mean? Because I, I literally couldn't do anything. Try to get around on crutches up and down stairs, you know. I got to walk two feet to go to the bathroom. I got crutches. It, it was just, it was pretty bad. It, and it was depressing. Uh, but thank you for asking. <laughs> Last question from CM Punk. Will? Thanks, Dave. Will Washington, uh, Fightful. What up, Will? How you doing, Punk? I'm okay. I got a question for you. So, I was Tony, but to drink that shit like so, a slut. Oh! Oh, he's drinking that water like a uh, fucking uh, whore. Oh! Uh, uh, Even Punk thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> and it was in a tag match. Yeah, he's tag never. Match. Yeah, it was the first time he's ever taken a clean pin in an AEW match ever. I would say. I mean, where it was under pretty fair circumstances right. in over three years. Yeah. yeah so after he squashed him on Dynamite, by the way. Yeah. What? Three minutes. Yep. Put an end to that run for Moxley. Oh man, people are probably really mad at me then, huh? <laughs> yeah. Alvarez. Are you mad at me? <laughs> I'm mad at you. Right. I'm a little oh, mad. Ah, yeah. um. oh, Tony's upset because he pays him. Why are you mad at my guy? I pay him. I think me and Mox are so similar, and obviously, uh, we got a lot in common. You know, like we both had some 
misdiagnosed staph infections. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a, it's a weird thing to have in common, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, but we came from the same place, and I think we felt a lot of the same things there, you know? Kind of like, there was a bridesmaid, but never the bride. I can only hope that he appreciates um, being able to, me doing that for him, just as I appreciate him doing this for me, you know, because I think we're both guys that nobody ever really did it for us, you know? Uh, I hope he appreciates that I beat him tonight torch. the same way. <laughs> okay. A little bit yeah. more. And I think we're on, we're, on even, we're on an even footing, whereas before maybe you thought, you know, like, I'm the bigger star. Like, I'm here to try to elevate everybody. And I'm not saying that I have elevated John Moxley. I like to think maybe I did. I think that's what all of our jobs are, is to get, you know, if, if one person's up here, it's, it's, it's up to them to reach back and, and get everybody up to that level. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think John Moxley, um, we have different philosophies about pro wrestling, but it's, it's a beautiful thing because... It's it's all pro wrestling, you know, and done right. It's it's just magic. I I, I think he's a hell of a talent, and I, uh, I I I sure do appreciate him. You know. Thank you very much, CM Punk. Thank you, Alvarez. For no reason. Like, all right, was well, that it? Video, man, and you were so incredulous that I went into business for myself, and I was just like, No, no, man. I, I made sure to say that some people were upset that you had done that, and other people said that you were defending yourself. Which is what you said, that you were defending yourself. I... Oh, man, it's got to be All right, Talking so... Talking straight to him. To be fair, I do listen to Brian Alvarez. As do I. Fairly regularly. Very regularly. Very, very regularly. And yes, Alvarez did make the distinction that there were two separate camps. Punk's side and the yep. other side. Mm -hmm. He did make that distinction, so... Again, disingenuous Phil. Got him again. One yep. last time before we're before we're done with this. Here we got like one minute. Do it just sounds like you're being defensive, but I've eaten shit on this subject for a very very long time, um, and I'm I'm very sad today that I had to get up here and and, and say his name. He doesn't fucking deserve it. Uh, and you were not asked. You brought it up. Facts, you know. Literally. Name. That's the craziest part. That have made the Bro, most you want a fucking eight-minute-long fucking thing about him? I don't think you're there yet. The first one's Vince McMahon. The second one's Scott Colton. Okay. Who cares? Okay. Y'all have a good night. Please be responsible with the news you get from certain people, and uh, just remember we're human beings. Thank you. Thank you, Buck. Thank, Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good Yeah. All right. So that was that. Uh, official verdict, CM Punk, unhinged. L. CM Punk's an L. PM Lunk. Uh, so yeah, after that, he, as we said earlier, got into it with the Bucks and the, the, the Ace Steel bullshit. And yeah, I mean, as uh, Meltzer, well, I don't know if Meltzer was the first to report it, but I'm, this is what I'm going off. Your source. As per Dave Meltzer, he said that uh, everyone involved in the brawl is now officially suspended. So the Bucks, Omega, yep. plus Pat Buck, Christopher Daniels, Brendan Cutler, uh, and Michael Nakazawa. 
a steal is taken off and Punk's situation should be cleared soon pending a complete investigation. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. What a fucking mess. What an absolute mess. Well, in my opinion, it's all Tony Khan's fault. I agree. All of this is entirely on him for it's letting on, it for letting it get to this point. Imagine it's on if, uh, Tony Khan. It's on Discovery. It's on Turner. Imagine if uh, Roman Reigns had started spewing bullshit against Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. You think Vince would have allowed that? Fuck no. Oh, Roman's hell, gone the oh next day. God. Dropping the title at the very least. They're cooked. <clears throat> so yeah, that was that was us just reveling in the fact that we had we, we had seen it we saw the plot weeks yeah. ago and it's finally played out you know in the wrestling business they say let it play out well people it is played out and, i want to uh, say right i've said it twice over the last two weeks we've been talking about this i want to flex my rose colored glasses are gone they are broken they are shattered, stomped on, and ran over. I by a again, roller. without CM Punk, I am not a quote unquote fan of wrestling. But, uh, fix it, bro. Get it together. You so are. I'm not gonna say AEW in, in the mud or anything, but uh, AEW in shambles. Yeah. Facts. And like I said, I to say the least. Well, I said it off pot, I think, but I'm gonna both sit it here. But you know, this this is this could be the last time we ever talk about AEW because it might not exist next week or something. <laughs> the what? Just I'm just saying the trends are, are are showing, and absolutely nobody is knowing if they're gonna be around next week. Well, I don't know about all that, but yeah, we can quit on uh on AEW. Yeah, we've won. Deservedly so. TL, TL greater than A-E-L. Something like Sing that. Sing it with me. Yeah. Taking liberties, baby. That's what we fucking do. Damn right. And with that being said, it is now time for your main event yep. of the 78th yep. episode of the Taking Liberties Wrestling Podcast, where... This week, we jumped right back into some more of that Tiger Mask W. Uh, season 1, the only season, episode 6, subtitled, Idol versus Heel. It's a heel afoot. There's a bad guy. What is a heel? There's a bad guy afoot. Have they explained it? I don't think they explained it. Yeah, they have. have they? Yeah, yeah. Have they explained uh, it? A little bit. A little bit. I don't remember them they, explaining babyface and heel. But... They definitely explained a heel. Maybe. But we begin with Naoto himself, mm -hmm. Tiger Mask, in his mask, running on the beach. Damn right. Early morning. Very, uh, very uh, inspirational. Very sweaty. We compare this to Takuma mm -hmm. back in, uh, I presume, New York, mm -hmm. uh, who's receiving a massage yeah. as Miss yeah. X does a magic she trick. Says, she says, hold on. Oh my. First thing she said is, hey bro, you know, being strong and athletic is cool and all. But sex sells, and we gotta make sure you look like you fuck. All right. Yeah, That's yeah. She said. she said you gotta look good verbatim. Man. Yeah. Check the logs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she's just like, yeah, man. I mean, you can do all this fucking uh, grass bullshit, or whatever. But you gotta be hot. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get you looking sexy. So go ahead and do this photo shoot or whatever. 
Yeah, so mm-hmm. so it's crazy though, because like the way I saw it was that my man was on the fucking massage table, right? He was getting then, a massage, yeah. Then he stood up, mm-hmm. and then Miss X did a fucking magic trick to suddenly conjure a photo shoot around him. Yep, just out of nowhere. Yeah, incredible. Cocked out too. Yeah, Tiger yep. the Dark, masked out, cocked out, thick. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he was just on the massage table, so I mean, obviously. Yes, he was all out. Yeah. Yeah, now that's what I call all out. <laughs> Damn right. Real. So then we see uh, Ryu Wakamatsu mm-hmm. gets to share breakfast with Kazushika Okada. Yep. Casually. Just yeah. casually gets to share Young breakfast with him. Oh, oh, Okada's just. With yeah, come eat up, bro. Yeah, Okada's just eating, and Ryu's like, hey, man. Uh, Let me get a sausage. Good. Yeah, that feels kind of crazy. Just said, sit down, He's... bro. We're at, the, we're at the resort. So then in yeah, comes bro. fuck you and fuck me. Yeah. Um, also uh, at the resort. Oh, what man. Names? Um, I wrote them uh, down. Yaki Udon, Yaki Udon and... and... Oh, I did not Something write Ham. Down. Something Ham, yeah. Yeah. Yamaha. I'll, Yamaha. I'll, I'll, something like that. Get on. Yeah, I, I, I initially wrote fuck you and fuck me. Shouts out to everyone who's seen Goldfinger. Yeah. True. <laughs> um... <laughs> Ambiguously yes. gendered, in my opinion. So I wrote they as their pronouns throughout this. Um, um, they were women. Yeah, they're. I mean, I think they're girls. They were girls. It, it, it felt a little ambiguous they to me. Girls. See, it felt that way more so at the end, but at the beginning, I wasn't sure. Hmm. But so we. Uh, cut... yeah. yeah. Okay, hold on. I got it. Nama Ham Yaki Udon. Yes, I got one of their names right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so uh, they're they're t- they're on the beach too, just hanging out. It's it's a bit further in the day, no chilling in the water, caught on whatnot. Yeah, and uh, they're hanging out on the beach, and they see Naoto still running. Yeah. in his mask. Yeah, daytime, and they're just talking shit on this guy. They're like, Dude, talking what the about like this cat bastard doing running and shit. But he smells like shit. Yeah, he's fucking Dude. sweaty, sticky. Bastard. Sweaty as fuck. Probably sucks. But he hates God. Me. It smells like ball sweat and tears. Bastard. Stupid. Yeah. Baka. Yeah. Sussy Baka. Neko Baka. Yeah, dumb cat. Yeah. Stupid feline. Damn right. Man. Ow. Wishes he was a dog. Yeah, then they ratioed him on Twitter. Oh, we'll get back to Twitter. Literally. So then... <laughs> <laughs> Move back to that. So then, cut to Haruna back at the, uh, the bike shop with Old Man. And she yep. decides to catch a flight out to Okinawa for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Tournament that features Tiger Mask. Yeah. You know, he's got that wrestling to do. So I was at the resort with Okada and Ryu and uh, the Idol Girls. She was also trying to yep. come up with some fucking merch ideas, though. Oh, she was like, oh. Yeah, nah, she's like, yo, we gotta make some money. Well, yeah, she saw what Fukawara Mask was doing at the fucking at the, at the table being a goddamn carnage saying, hey, come get your handshake. You can buy one of my goddamn charms and all I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know how much we Fukuwara can make off of these Mask. damn things. Oh, my God. Try to sell all this shit. All oh, my God. Yeah, we'll see what about that fun? later. Yeah, she's, got a, she's got a flight to catch. So then we see some fucking stupid ass wrestling fans getting upset about a mainstream crossover because okay. wrestling fans well, are no, no, dumb no, no, as no, bricks. No, 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 no. Because Nama Ham. And y- Yaki Udon spoke. Their, yeah, they put out their. They put out their they truth. Put out a tweet that was like, "Fuck New Japan. These old geek ass, nerdy ass, correct. lame ass, stinky, don't oh. use deodorant ass, forehead ass, bum bastards. We got tricked by these stinky 
caca poo poo heads, pee pee poo poo stinky face into performing this lame ass show for some wrestling bullshit to hell with that. What the fuck is wrestling? This shit sucks. Fuck you. We're idols. We deserve way better than this. And they didn't even pay us. Exactly. That's so, yeah. what they Yeah, wrestling tweeted. fans didn't like that. Yeah. So therefore... 160 characters. 100, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they used the edit Real. function to uh, do a twit longer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn right. They said all that too. Mm-hmm. It was it was literally in the subtitles. Yeah. So, check the logs. Mm-hmm. So these wrestling fans see this shit and they're like, they see the poster outside the, uh, the, the arena. I'm like, damn, this is stupid. I hate them. They're stinky. And... But wait. Yeah, what are these dumb idols going to fucking... Who are these dumb... But wait, I have, I got a whole lot of money burning my pocket right now. I think I need to go see the merch stand before the show. You know what I'm talking about? Let's go spend some fucking money. Yeah. I'm going to go blow 50 bucks on a fucking keychain. Bro, I'm going to go spend $75 on a Gildan shirt. Let's go. God, I'm going to spend $150 on a fucking 8x10 unsigned. I have to go bring it to the wrestler after the show if I can catch them to sign it. $225 if you want it signed. $250. $225 if you also buy a t shirt. True. Package deals. Good deals here, brother. Off. Ah! You only signed the picture, <laughs> not the t shirt. <laughs> no, sign the t shirt, not the picture. Oh my God. So you awful. can't even fucking wear it. No, because at least That's no, awful. because somebody's gonna sell. You can always say, "Oh yeah, it's a fake signature on the picture," but you know, t-shirts are a bit harder to. True, yeah. but it's not ring worn, so no one's buying that shit. True, agreed. Sorry, bro. It's the John Cena effect. Yeah. Well, lots of signed shirts. Did he wear it? I mean, I've seen those videos of John Cena just robotically signing. Yeah. So many just. Oh. From dusk to dawn, literally. I, I genuinely, day. you know, sidebar. I genuinely wonder if if there is some way that it could be calculated how many of John Cena's signature, not non legally binding, how many of John Cena's signature exists in the world. He signs how so how many shit. signatures exist. He's done like an, a whole eight hour, sh- several eight hour shifts worth of just signing shit all day. You you know what's crazy though? So as a card collector myself, I know some of the people I've been talking to listen to this pod. Hello, as a former card listening. collector, uh, his sig is still carries a lot of fucking value, even though he Does signs really? so much. That's wow. crazy because I have two autographs from John Cena in my possession. So I mean, one, one from 2007 and one from 2018. Now I can only speak for cards. I I don't really care about you by ten stuff like that. John Cena, so like the new cards that just came out, we're talking over three hundred dollars for one of those signature cards. Wow. Yeah, that's the most expensive signature in the set. More more expensive than Stone Cold. More expensive than uh, Triple H others so yeah but, if there, were, yeah, but if there were a rock one it'd be twice as much it's the trumpets bro. yeah oh yeah but yeah like that's the thing your name carries everything no matter how much you sign crazy all about the market think about how many of those must be in the fucking dump somewhere they about like God. unreleased merchandise that he signed mm. so many so many things like, I'm, I'm sure there has to be so much stuff that's just in the warehouse signed and tucked yeah, away like, forever imagine, imagine how many prototypes have been scrapped like 
I mean, I've seen plenty of like John Cena backpacks or John Cena lunchbox. Imagine how many ones have been made up. John Cena thermoses scrapped. that got scrapped and John, John Cena flashlights. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how many authentic John Cena asshole molding. Imagine. I haven't seen that one. Well, you said John Cena flashlight. I mean, would you like to sound him with your cock? Jesus fuck. Do you want to stick your cock in John Cena's cock? Stop. Stop. Oh my god. No, it's a John Cena sex toy, but it's like, it's his whole upper body and then the cock. No ass. On a hole? John Cena on a hole, but with a cock? No, it's on a, a cock? It's a, it's a torso pelvis connection, brother. Does it come with the authentic John Cena head? Signed? Signed? <laughs> with the kiss oh. from his lips with the lipstick? Christ. On the lips of the That's dummy all right. head. Alright, let's get back to, uh... <laughs> to I like that bit. Yeah, so they go to the merch stand and get their pockets ran like marks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so then True. Ryu is working a match with another young lion, and he does a rolling oh key lock, and he rolls his opponent 64 times before he passes out and gets pinned for his shoulders <sighs> being on the mat. Dusty finish. Incredible. And uh, so the commentator asks Eugene Nagata next to him if he's ever seen some loser-ass bullshit like this before. He said, no, no of course not. No, so back, in, back in my day, we took this shit serious. I don't know what the fuck this kid thinks he's doing. 64 Bro, kilograms, okay, what the okay. hell is he thinking? You at least go 63. So, the commentator, who doesn't have a name, uh, he says, wow, this is just like the Showa era. And I lost my mind because that, that was like a fucking... Godzilla reference because that's 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 yeah, an era. Yeah, some of that Gojira, but Ricky yeah, does on era. So, yeah, the Ricky does He's on like, era. Yeah, and yeah, like them fifties. Yeah, so like I don't know that popped me, and it was like, yeah, why are you just doing this key lock? You're just wearing yourself out. Just hold him. Nerd. Yeah, he key locked. Yeah, he key locked his opponent so hard he tuckered himself out and lost. Yeah, mm-hmm. his own shoulders were down. Dusty finished. Fucking. uh Live Morgan Ronda Rousey style. There's a topical reference for you. And then we have yep. an intermission in the show. Yep. Where the idols, the uh, the sisters, come out to sing their songs when they get told by a heckling fan of their Twitter account is getting canceled. You're getting ratioed over Twitter, dude. Look at your look at your replies, bro. Do you see this shit? Look look at your hidden replies, bro. Your your social media team is just fucking dying out there, bro. They're just they're doing anything they can to stop all the fucking posting. Oh yeah, my so god! Wrestling fans are being wrestling fans and yep. saying, uh, "You suck. Your shit sucks. We don't care that you're from outside of wrestling. Your shit sucks." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Jesus Christ! That's wrestling fans. That's wrestling fans. The shit you posted online, trash. The shit you said about us, trash. New Japan trash y'all can't even expand to the west dude okay they were like talking to yuji in the ring and we're like yeah you guys can't seem to get popular outside of japan and he was like yeah you're right it's like this book is the reason that you guys can't expand wild wild to me that njpw let this shit be said in a show like i get called out like that anime in an anime that but I presume a very heavy hand in. A very heavy hand in, yeah. Yeah, brother, are you kidding me? Fuck! This is also, like, at the height of when people, like, people this, this in the U.S. were watching yeah, this, NJPW. Yeah. 2016. This is, this is AJ Styles' NJPW. Like... As he was leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, like, fuck. Holy like, shit. Okada is right there. 
in every episode, yeah. basically. Okada and Tanahashi are like all over this. Yeah. And yeah. I know for a fact we will be seeing newer people down the line. Yeah, at least yep. one person is actually voice acted by themselves or from themselves. That I did not know. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, lots of grunts. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> no, it's gonna be an actual voice. That's cool. But uh, yeah, so they get they get canceled for calling New Japan stinky, despite the fact the fans also hate New Japan because they can't expand. Yeah, but Real. wrestling fans. See, that's the thing. Wrestling, wrestling fans, fans are tribal. Wrestling fans can hate their own product, but if you know if someone outside of wrestling says anything, I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna say really awful things to them. Really awful, disgusting things in their DMs it's like because why, they're women. It's like why we can say wrestling is fake, but people outside of wrestling can't say wrestling is fake. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So then, a Middle Eastern heel with a scimitar, 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 uh, scimitar, scimitar comes scimitar. to the ring to terrorize these two young ladies. It's basically just Tiger Jeet Singh. It's Gorilla Jeet Singh. Yeah. Yeah. He comes to um, fucking murder yeah. them. Yeah. He he mm-hmm. wants to kill these two girls in front of everybody in Japan. Yeah. He was gonna look like he was gonna murder the whole fucking crowd, honestly. He just Honestly, looked really angry. When he came out, my first thought was, wow, he's got, like, Bruiser Brody heat. Everybody yeah. was terrified of this guy. He was about to kill these people. Everybody was just trying to get away from him. Yeah. I mean, it took... Considering the shoot nature of the wrestling in this show, I yeah. very much believe that those two were actually in mortal danger. Yeah. Me oh, too. I bet. Bro, he wanted to fucking slice them up. Yeah, and there's proof of it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's coming to kill them. But then Tiger Mask runs down to save them triumphantly. Mm-hmm. All caped yep. out. Big cape style. Good thing he, uh, good thing there are no, uh, jet engines around. That's all I can ever think about anytime anyone ever wears a cape. Jesus. Edna. Yeah, thank you. So then we have... Edna mode. Uh, can, coincidentally, we have ourselves a semifinal contest in the tournament that was, uh, mentioned before Mm -hmm. so it's been happening i suppose and uh so we get to it the phantom of dubai gorilla jeet singh versus tiger mask and so naoto's first move is to remove the sword from the equation he uh arm rushes him until he shoots the goddamn sword out of the ring just flies out yeah and then tiger mask shoots him off the ropes but for a huge lariat goes up top to drop a humongous king kong knee to the stomach and then follows him up with pick him up, roundhouse kick, uh, gets Jeet to his knee. He's begging for forgiveness, yeah. doing the Eddie beg off. Yeah, yep. he shoots in for a low blow. Yeah. But Tiger Mask does not have a cock or balls. Clearly not. No. Nope. Also, no, during all not. this, several times, Ti- uh, Gorilla Jeet Singh has just put his hands on the official. This match yeah, should have been thrown out blatantly. several blatantly. Times. Blatantly, match should have been thrown out. He hits him at one point. Yeah, especially yeah, punched yeah. him in the yeah. face. Well, yeah, but like the other times, he was just like literally just like shoved them off. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like especially because this is a shoot, should have been uh, waved off. Agreed. Yeah. So then he kicks the referee in the dick. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but then he gets Tiger Mask down and attempts his own King Kong knee from the top, but he misses and destroys his knees on the canvas. They explode. And then yep. a German suplex bridge by Tiger Mask gets the win. The big finish gets it done as it always does. Yep. Then after the match, Tiger <laughs> Gorilla yeah. Jeet Singh asked the referee why oh. he's Japanese. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's like, why yeah, are you it Japanese? Was, it was so you weird. Japanese ref. Like, no, what? he said, no, it he said, so weird. Why 
Japanese, Japanese ref. It was so weird to hear the word Japanese in English. In Japanese in an anime. Yeah. Very, very strange. Very, it's definitely very, like weird English that you said that in. Yeah. Nihonglish is usually what it's called. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so it's very, very strange. He just said, why Japanese ref? I was like, that's... Why are you Japanese, right? Yeah, that's real weird. Why must you be not my? Why? Why must you be not be like me? I guess. Be me. I am me. And me. And so, goes up to get the sword, but Tiger Mask just stares at him super menacingly, and he runs away like a bitch. Yeah. But God, he's not done killing people. So then Okada comes down to the ring to rile up the fans, and he asks them to very politely welcome the idols and hear yeah. their song. Now that they've finally seen the professional wrestling that they wanted. Uh, there was yep. literally at one point where it was the wrestling fans that said, we don't give a fuck about idols or wrestling fangirls. Go we away. We just want to see some goddamn wrestling. Go away. So now they've actually seen the wrestling. They're like, yeah, we'll watch a concert. It's whatever. So yeah, it's fine. We'll be entertained like uh, like the, the Kid Rock does or whatever. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, next thing oh, you know, God. we're going to have fucking... Whatever the Japanese equivalent of like a super aggressively Republican uh butt rock yep. country guy is to them. Right. Whatever that is, he's gonna come out fucking Jabroni, one of their guys, mm-hmm. probably like uh Togi Makabe or something else, someone who doesn't it doesn't too matter too much. Punch right in the face, yeah. Punch square in the fucking kisser yeah. and go, Yeah Damn right. Mm-hmm. Japan and they're gonna love it. Yeah. So uh, Okada hypes up the crowd. These two women sing their really lame song that I skipped after a while. Uh, crowd loved it, I guess. Ah. And then they uh, they make their way down to Tiger Mask locker room to put him over being the greatest motherfucker to ever do the damn thing. Yeah, they wanted to thank him for uh, putting on a goddamn wrestling match so that the crowd can shut the hell up so they could perform. Yeah. Thank you for real. that. It was very real of you. Yeah. And they say, you know what? Before we leave, we wanna we wanna talk to uh, old Gurlajit Singh and see what the what the deal is, man. Yeah, they're like, uh, Tiger Mask is like, I don't think that's a good idea. And they said, uh, you know, you know, these marks were like, yeah, well, you know, it doesn't matter how uh, how how bad a performer might seem, they'll be all right. You know, they're all nice on the inside or whatever. Yeah, so you know, Tiger Mask is like, all right. I mean, shit. If if you really if you really want to do that, I guess so. I'll be right there. I guess. And so he brings yeah, them yeah. down to old dude's locker room, and they knock on the door. No answer. So they open it, and they walk in, and all, I don't, you just see this fucking sword swipe across the screen, and all of a sudden, both these girls were fucking dead, bro. Both their heads <laughs> taken mm-hmm. off, their blood splattered all over the walls. Tiger Mask couldn't believe the fucking sight before his eyes. Gurlajit Singh murdered these two women in cold yep. fucking blood in the locker room. For why? Well, yep. if this were any more anime, that would have been what happened. But unfortunately, what do you, just, what do you mean? That just, is what happened. They just ran away. You, you must have seen a different cut. I watched the school days cut. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I don't think I saw that cut. Yeah, you bro. The, see, hey, wait, wait, wait. You saw the Gato cut? Yeah, I saw. That's crazy. I saw the Snyder cut. Of, I, was, uh, bro, I, just, I was just on the Tubi cut, bro. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I had the I had the gamer cut. Yeah, bro. I yeah. was on a different plane for some reason. You know. On my end, Naruto just was like, damn, you called me fucking stinky, you bitch. Why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, well, what I saw was what I talked about, which was beheadings and blood and 
then Gorilla tried to attack uh, Tiger Mask, and then he got jabronied with another German suplex bridge onto the sword. You hear that? Well, I'll have to look. I'll have to look out. For yeah, I'll, to I'll be sure. To... <laughs> gonna... I'll, I'll be sure to, to link you. Yeah, I'll be sure to link you that one. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was crazy, bro. I'm telling you, it was sick. It sounds it sounds pretty crazy. Bro. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can't Woo. wait for next week's episode where Tiger Mask has to. <laughs> Never mind. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna save that one for next. I'm gonna save that for off the pause where I can make that joke. Escape the law, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, at the very end of the episode, Harna appears to Naoto and shows him all the cool new merchandise she had made up, so they can get all that fat, fat paper. Yeah, all these uh mini tiger mask like doll guys trying to get that yen up. She definitely had more merch before she flew out to Okinawa. So I mean, I guess she sold. She was out there selling. So. She was see before she got to Naoto, she was bootlegging, and now they're official. True. That's a real carny. Yeah. You fake good. it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? Well, goddamn, that was Tiger Mask, episode six, Idol versus Heel. Mm-hmm. Crazy that there was more than one version of that episode, but I'm glad that we got to I, yeah. get to the bottom of that one. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. me that one for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sure to let the boys in on the, on the yeah, goods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Jesus, that Christ. I think is gonna do it for us yeah. this yep. week on the 78th episode of the Taking the Wrestling Podcast. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with your boys, Andrew, Marquise, and Max. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at TLPRS. Probably got the cool tweets. Be sure to check out our pinned tweet, which is a link to our Discord server. Yeah. Should I hang out with us? Love having new people that come around and talk about shit and whatever, and also the the one or two people that hold down the "Do Not Make Us Regret" channel. Oh man, shout out to them. So horny, so horny in there. It's crazy. It but crazy. if that's what you're looking for, it's there. Just don't be weird. Uh, be sure to check us out on all the podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Anchor, fucking Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Podbean, Podcast, Cast, uh, Owl Tail, Blueberry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. And uh, leave us a five-star review on all those podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd highly appreciate it. I mean, hey, if you hate Dave Meltzer any more than you did before when you listened to him talk to CM Punk or Brian Alvarez, or maybe you like them more, or maybe you don't care, or maybe you just want to give us a five-star review because we deserve it. Yeah, I think so. And we'd we'd, we'd appreciate them. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go even further beyond, if you want to go Super Gamer 3, if you will. Ascend. If you want to send and go even further beyond, you can check us out at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod. Once again, a big, humongous, ginormous thank you to our $10 patron, Aiden. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution, sir. We appreciate it. We do love you. Greatly. And uh, yeah, guys, we'll catch y'all next week for episode 79. Yeah. Take it easy. See ya.